Hello and welcome to another episode of the Prop Swap Podcast. We are your hosts, Ian Epstein and Luke Pergandy. And we are also the founders of PropSwap, the first marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We've got a, another great episode for you. Uh, today will be a special NFL season preview. Uh, no, uh, no sales, no news. We are just going to preview some of these fun season-long bets um, you know, through the, through the lens of how you can make money on PropSwap. Uh, sportsbooks offer a ton of different uh, futures that are not just you know, to win the Super Bowl, to win the conference, uh, but you can spot value in a lot of different places and uh, you know this is all through the lens of of spotting value right now. Things will improve, and then you can uh, sell on PropSwap for a profit. Uh, obviously, as we talk about all the time, you know, make multiple bets. Uh, do not just make one one hundred dollar bet. Make four twenty five dollar bets. So that way, you can be selling throughout the season, uh, and then you know still keep a bet for yourself to leave yourself leave yourself some uh, some upside. So. Um, I don't know about you, Luke, but I, you know, I was combing through uh, a lot of these different odds and props, and uh, there's just a lot to uh, to sift through. Um, but um, but it's, you know, I, I love how creative these sportsbooks have gotten uh, over the years. Yeah, yeah, definitely the largest menu that I can recall since you know we started this company in 2015. Of course, back then it was only one state, Nevada, um, so it makes sense that the menu would grow as more states legalize and reg change and all that, but. Yeah, no question. This is the largest menu preseason that I've ever seen on all different types of NFL bets you can make. I mean, you, you can get down to the nitty gritty of will Najee Harris have over under nine rushing touchdowns inside of the Pittsburgh Steelers prop, you know, list. I mean, just really, really esoteric um, bets that just it adds another angle to, to the season. And it makes sense for FanDuel to hang numbers. If you can. If your odds maker can help you price it out, just just hang it. Yeah, yeah, and you know we probably we, we probably wouldn't even get to all the bets that we like. Um, what we did, we picked uh, we picked five categories, um, and uh, Luke and I have a have a favorite uh, for each of these kind of gen, uh, broad categories. Um, and the, the other thing I'll just mention too is 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 just and we say this a lot too, but price shop right. Like when it comes to spreads, totals, and money lines you're going to see a lot of similar numbers across the board. But, um, you know, as we talk about with, you know, Super Bowl futures, how they can vary book to book, you know, a lot of these props and, and specials that, that we're going to talk about uh, can also vary drastically uh, book to book. So um, just even looking at the, you know, the four major sports books, uh, you can find some uh, some differences and, and uh, you know, the difference between 20 to 1 and 30 to 1 uh, can end up meeting hundreds of dollars, uh, you know, of value. Uh, when it comes time to, to sell on PropSwap. Uh, so uh, without further ado, we will get into the categories. Just a little preview. We're going to do a, a season special, um, which we'll, we'll describe uh, our favorite player awards, our favorite season leader awards, uh, our favorite division bets, and then we will finish up with a staker swap talking about uh, our Super Bowl uh, kind of value picks. Uh, so uh, first up, we will uh, discuss season specials. Now, these are team bets, um, and they can vary from best record to worst record to most points scored to least points scored. Um, these are just basically you know, season-long bets for the team um, that you know, does not necessarily mean that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but um, just different kind of categories that the team will, will, will lead in. So uh, I'll go first. Uh, my favorite season special 
uh, is the 49ers to have the best regular season record, uh, currently 10 to 1 at FanDuel. Uh, last year, there were, there were two co winners. Uh, the Eagles were 16 to 1, and the Chiefs were 9 to 1. Um, and so, if you're curious, you know, if, if there is a tie, um, it's what's called dead heat rules, which basically means that the number of teams that tie uh, divide you, your collect amount by that number. So if there's two teams that tied, then it's basically, you know, you'll get 50% of, of, of the, uh, of the collect amount, but 49ers 10 to one uh, best, best regular season record. Uh, they have the fourth easiest schedule. Uh, the NFC West is not going to be good. I mean, the Rams and Cardinals, I think are going to be at the race uh, towards the bottom. There's this news about, about Cooper cup and, you know, it's never good news when, when someone says they're going to see a specialist in another state. Uh, so, you know, as, as bad as the cars are going to be, I think the Rams could also be in the running for, for one of the, for the worst team. Um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, they're, there's some contract issues with Bosa, but I think that will get sorted out eventually. Um, they are four to one odds to be the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, and this, this, I think this will be a recurring theme on, on today's show. You know, the NFC is wide open uh, and it is, there are only a couple of good teams and um, the AFC is a way deeper conference. And so I think there's value to be found in different um, NFC props, but you know, they're, they're the second favorite to, to be the number one seed. Obviously, if you're, if you're the number one seed in the conference, you've got a pretty good shot to have the, the best record overall. Uh, and, you know, as everyone knows, they are loaded with talent on both sides of the ball. Um, and they are the favorite to concede the least amount of points. Uh, and so that just kind of goes to show you about, about the defense and, and their schedule. And so, um, you know, this team is consistently good. I, I see, you know, quarterbacks, the only question mark, but I think, you know, if Brock Purdy gets hurt or bench, like I, I could see Shanahan turning Sam Darnold into a, a serviceable quarterback. And uh, as we saw last year, that's all you really need to do is just be a serviceable, serviceable quarterback and get the ball into, uh, into the hands of these weapons. So uh, my favorite one. Yeah. 49ers best regular season record. Yeah. I completely agree. Uh, I went through, um, you know, your, your selection before the podcast. And I, I love it. I think it's an excellent pick. Um, you know, the other teams that are above them is, you know, of course the uh, Kansas city chiefs, it's like, okay, like not much value there at single digit, um, you know, Bengals at plus seven fifty. Like, I don't know. That division is really scary. Probably I, I can make the argument. It's the toughest division, top to bottom, um, the AFC North. So, um, yeah, I I agree with this. Niners at ten to one, really good team. You know, my my biggest concern would be Brock Purdy's um, elbow. I think he had elbow surgery in the offseason. That's that's the biggest uh, pushback I can see. But I'm a huge believer in Kyle Shanahan. Incredible roster. Of course, they got Christian McCaffrey during the season last year. Um, so yeah, excellent, excellent football team. Bad division. Great coach. Good enough quarterback. But ten to one is is great value. Um, all right. So, uh, what is your favorite season special of, uh, yeah. on the board? So, uh, sticking in that division, um, I, <laughs> this team may be one of the worst football teams we've seen in a long time. The Arizona Cardinals at plus two fifty to have the worst regular season record. Uh, to me, I don't know how you prove tanking. It's, it seems ambiguous to me. Like, you know, that's a, that's a relative term. Like, are you trying to lose games? You'd have to prove that, like, the owner's in on it and, you know, the GM and stuff and um, and Shane Steichen. But to me, like, to keep um, Colt McCoy 
on the roster and like basically your starter all off season. And then 12 days ago, you cut him. Like that to me is like the definition of tanking. Like you are clearly trying to lose football games to cut your, you know, your starting quarterback going. It's certainly Kyler's uh, on PUP to, to start the season. So he's not going to play the first four at minimum. I, I think he'll, he may miss half the season, not all the season. There's an argument to be made for that. His contract situation is a case study in itself in, in uh, NFL contract law. But uh, yeah, this team's going to stink. Uh, it's them or the Texans to me, like maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I just, <laughs> to me, this seems like free money. They're going to be really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're the favorite by a long shot plus two fifty. the next, you know, the next team on the board is the Bucks at plus eight fifty. So, um, you know, they are the favorite far and away. Uh, I think they're going to be historically bad. They are favored in zero games uh, right now. Um, so, you know, and by the way, I think you said Steichen's the head coach, but I think I think it's Gannon, right? Oh, um, yeah. The, yeah. Both both Eagles, DC yeah. and OC. Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, which there was this video that came out a couple of days ago, uh, and it was so cringe uh, of him trying to hype up the team, and, and the team looks so disinterested. <laughs> um, you know, the only concern here would be that is that Kyler does come back and you know wins a couple games on his own there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's it's kind of hard to go against this pick. Um, you mentioned the, the Texans being the other one. I would say the Rams, man. Like I I I don't I, I think people are are just kind of looking at that jersey and and being like, yeah, they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. But, I mean, I could see Stafford, you know, at some point wanting to shut it down. Uh, like I said, Cooper Cup injuries. I could, Aaron Donald thought about retiring. Like, I could just, I could just see this team, just the, the Rams shutting it down at some point. So um, that would be my other pick for this uh, at 10 to 1. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to argue with the Cardinals and, and the fact, you know, they could be a uh, a historically bad team this year. Um, all right, so next category, we will talk about uh, our favorite player award uh, props. You know, this is MV, this could be MVP or Offensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, um, you know, all these things that get, uh, you know, uh, revealed at the NFL Honors Awards a couple of days before the Super Bowl. Uh, Luke, uh, you can go first uh, on this one. What is your favorite player award? Yeah. Um... You're, this is going to be an NFC North theme for the rest of the this reveal. So buckle up for you uh, Midwestern football fans. But uh, Jameer Gibbs, Offensive Rookie of the Year, he is 10 to 1 at DraftKings. Um, I think <laughs> that it was stunning when they drafted him because they obviously had DeAndre Swift. And I was, I was floored watching that get revealed at the NFL draft. But then clearly they had plans to get rid of DeAndre Swift. He goes to Philadelphia. Um, they love this kid, and they want to get him involved in the passing game. They clearly want to get him involved in the running game. Um, there's been, already been reports of the OC saying, we're going to use him in, in more creative ways than you guys even think, than people can expect. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like a 10-to-1, obviously double-digit uh, value there. Bijan Robinson was, is the second best running back, of course. Um, well, the, the, he is the favorite to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But um, to me, I think Jameer Gibbs could surpass him. And just from a value perspective, you're almost getting four times your money on Gibbs instead of Bijan at like plus 250. So 
I do not like this pick uh, for a couple reasons. One, I, I, I think Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, has turned into either a wide receiver or quarterback award. Uh, last two winners are Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase. Before that, it was Justin Herbert, but Justin Jefferson easily could have won it that year. I remember it was neck and neck uh, in 2020 between between those two guys. And so, you know, I realized that Brees Hall was the favorite before he got hurt, but guess what? He got hurt and running backs get hurt. Um, sure. And, you know, it's just, I just, it's going to be tough. I, I just think it's way easier for a rookie as a wide receiver to um, to come to the league and make an impact uh, immediately um, versus a running back. I mean, you know, the last running back was Saquon Barkley. Uh, and right before that, it was uh, Alvin Kamara. Like you need to be kind of a transcendent running back to, you know, and I just don't think Gibbs is on the level of uh, Saquon or, or, or Alvin Kamara. Um, I'm looking at the odds. This is crazy. Me. I, this, you want to talk a big discrepancy. Uh, Jackson Smith, Nick Jigba. I'm going to mess yeah. that up, but yeah. 21 to one at FanDuel and six and a half to one at Caesars. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah. clearly there's been some he's action great. on, on, on him. Um, I believe he's in, he's in Seattle. Um, but yeah, I would, I would be looking at some of these wide receivers like Jackson, Jordan, Addis, Jordan, Addison, Zay flowers. Um, I think, you can find some value on, on more of these on more of the receivers. Uh, and like you said, the Bijan Robinson, the favorite who's gotten a lot of attention. We don't know what he can do. Um, and then obviously you got the quarterbacks there, but I would be looking at, at more at, uh, receivers. at receivers. Yeah. Um, my favorite player award is actually not a player. It's a coach. Um, Dennis Allen uh, to win coach of the year, 22 to one currently at DraftKings. Um, so, Coach of the years follow a similar trend, in my opinion. Um, they are someone who's been there for between one to three years, and the uh, turn around a quarterback that is kind of seen as a reclamation project. So, you know, Brian Dable won it last year, fourteen to one, first year coach turned Dan, you know uh, Daniel Jones around. Um, you know, Matt Nagy won it in Chicago. Kevin Stefanski's won it uh, in Cleveland. It's it, it kind of follows the the only uh, kind of thing that bucked the trend in recent years was Jim Harbaugh in Baltimore. But that's because he you know that was the year that you know Lamar Jackson you know blew up. So um, when I kind of look around, I think there's three candidates. Uh, it would be Arthur Smith uh, in Atlanta with Desmond Ritter. It'd be Sean Payton with Russell Wilson in Denver. And but the one I kind of like the most is Dennis Allen with Derek Carr, you know, coming, you know, didn't have a great few years uh, with the Raiders. Um, you know, the NFC South is atrocious. Uh, the Atlanta and New Orleans have the best, the top two easiest schedules because the NFC South between the Panthers and um, and the Bucks, they're just, they're, you know, it's a it's a it's a Terrible. crappy division. Someone's going to win it. Right. So uh, New Orleans is the favorite. And so, you know. They're going to get wins, and if you know they're ten and seven and win the NFC South, and Derek Carr, you know, ends up having a, a good year, and you know they make the playoffs, um, I could just see how the narrative uh, could could shift to uh, to New Orleans. So um, I like Dennis Allen to win Coach of the Year at, at, at twenty two to one. Uh, excellent logic on have to have a, a turnaround quarterback usually to to win this. Dan Campbell at the top to me makes no sense. He already had the turnaround year last year. So it's like, okay, like even if he improves upon that, Evans would be like, well, he already killed it last year. We should have given him to him last year. That's a mistake. That's water under the bridge. Like we're not just going to give it to him this year because he's improved, you know, his win loss by two or three games. So I don't get him. Yeah. To the other 
argument would just be like you said, a Sean Payton who can turn Russ around. <laughs> they looked so bad last year. They were laughable. A lot of Russ Cook, Cook memes I couldn't get enough of. That was Those were great. Um, yeah, you look at that list. I, I agree. It's a, it's a Sean Payton award to win or um, – you know, Dennis Allen in, in New Orleans. I agree, man. I, I think the Saints can be much better this year. Um, Derek Carr's still got some some arm left. Just terrible division. So, yeah, I, I think the Saints can can do better than teams think. I'm not saying this team's going to win the Super Bowl, but I am saying that just because of that strength of schedule, they could, they'll be better than, than others. Yeah, I mean, and... Just last, I mean, it was crazy to me that that uh, neither Shanahan nor uh, Sirianni won it last year. That Dable won it. D- Giants did not win the division, right? Like they barely kind of made the playoffs. Um, and so, you know, you don't have apparently you don't have to win the division, uh, you know, no. at least to, to to win this award. The only other one I would throw out to uh, is Matt Lafleur. Um, if if him and Jordan Love mm-hmm. have a great season, um, mm-hmm. I, I could maybe you know he, he's obviously been there for more than a couple of years, but uh, that'd be the other one and. Um, uh, I know we kind of both like the Packers, and, and we'll get to that later. But uh, I would maybe throw Lafleur uh, in there uh, as yeah. well. Um, all right, next category: uh, season leader bets. Um, you know, this is most passing touchdowns, most receiving yards, uh, etc. Um, I will go first. My favorite season leader bet is Bryce Young to throw the most interceptions. Uh, currently twenty to one at DraftKings. This was actually thirty to one. Uh, not too long ago. So uh, obviously some money has come in uh, on, on Bryce Young. So uh, last year's winner was, was Dak Prescott through the most interceptions despite missing five games. And he was 50 to one. So uh, here's a bet where you can really find uh, some, some value, you know, obviously you got to find a quarterback who, you know, is, you know, not going to get pulled, right. Not going to get benched. Uh, And so, you know, when it comes to a rookie's, if you're going to have this, you know, take him number one overall, you're probably going to let, you know, unless there's an injury, you're going to let him start through the, through, all, even if there's a bunch of bad games, right? Like you got to let him learn. So I don't, I don't think Bryce Young is, um, you know, going to be, there's a, there's a risk there that he's going to get benched, uh, you know, after a couple bad games. So over the past 20 years, there have been 16 rookie quarterbacks to start at least 16 games, all but one reached double digit interceptions. Um, Frank Reich it is the new uh, head coach in in Carolina. Um, you know, Nick Foles is getting this guy paid still. Uh, you know, everyone talks about Frank Reich as this kind of quarterback whisperer, but he was the OC when Carson Wentz threw 14 interceptions as a rookie. Uh, he was Philip Rivers' OC when he led the league with 18 interceptions in 2014. So Frank Reich, I think he's a pass-first type of play caller, um, and I could just see him letting you know Bryce Young kind of make these mistakes and um yeah I mean I and I'm I'm just not bullish on the Panthers offense on Bryce Young generally uh so Bryce Young most interceptions uh 20 to 1. I agree on the Frank Reich um overzealous estimates on his and his talent level I think he was so bad in Indy last year and they had Indy had had Super Bowl aspirations and a lot of that blamed is and it's on Matt Ryan's shoulders, but yeah, I agree on let's let's pump the brakes on Frank Reich's coaching status. Um, yeah, I mean the fact that you found that Dak was fifty to one and he missed five games and still won this award—that's great research. So good job finding that. Um, yeah, I mean I, I agree. I think you know Josh Allen is notorious for throwing picks, so you gotta he'll be he'll be in the hunt here. 
um, for most picks. Like you said, I mean, we, I was, a, I was relatively bullish on the Rams until this Cooper cup news came out. Like you're seeing a specialist in three days before the NFL kicks off. Like we got problems. So, um, the, the Rams are going to be bad. So Stafford could be in the mix as well. Fields, of course, you know, field makes some mistakes last year. Hopefully he's, he's coming into year three of, of playing. So, um, but I agree, man, all those guys are in the 10 to one range. So if you can give me, you know, um, give me uh, Bryce Young at 20 to one, like that's, that's great value. So, um, I agree. I like it. Yeah. Um, and ag- agree on the Stafford thing, but my concern there would be just that he doesn't, he, at some point he get hurt, he gets hurt or he gets pulled. Like yeah, sure, um, he's just getting up. That's, that's a great yeah. point. If, um, if all things are equal, take the rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. What is your, uh, favorite season leader bet? Yeah, so this is Murderer's Row for players to lead the league in sacks. Um, I was trying to find a little bit longer um, odds because, like I said, it's Murderer's Row between Miles Garrett six to one, Nick Bosa seven fifty, TJ Watt eight fifty. So my my thoughts were: let's this is a prop swap special. You're gonna make this bet preseason and then sell it if he comes out and has you know a two sack game in the first month has another two sack game Aiden Hutchinson is 25 to one to be the sack leader you know this guy had a rookie of the year last year defensive rookie of the year last year the Lions have improved their defense the NFC North is going to be uh, passing offense you figure Kirk Cousins is like has set the record for most passing yards I believe um, Jordan Love is going to be throwing the ball a lot when they're, they're going to try and push fields to be throwing more they of course added DJ Moore and Chase Claypool in the offseason, we got got Claypool in the mid mid uh, of the year, middle of the season last year. We of course acquired DJ Moore um, for the number one pick overall. Bears did so. You know, eight hundred and twenty five to one. Again, it's murderers row on that list. So I'm like, might as well take a flyer. And then if he gets down to six to one after a couple of good games in September, October, flip it for you know seven times what you paid. Yeah. Um, look, you know. TJ Watt, you know, yeah, exactly. there, there's a ton of studs uh, above him, um, but I could, see, I could see him. You know, I, I like him better than Max Crosby. I like him better than Aaron Donald. Again, I think Aaron Donald is another candidate for someone who doesn't play all the games. Um, you know, Miles Garrett is definitely a a play wrecker, but their defense, I don't know, I, their I, defense is so bad. Like the Browns' defense is terrible. So yeah. it's like, it, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know if that makes his odds should make the odds lower or higher, but like, I just that that Browns defense is the problem. Their offense, I think, will be improved, but that Browns defense is no good. Yeah, and you also gotta you gotta hope that you know whoever if you if you you know whoever you bet for this for this for this prop is like they're they're winning games, and so the 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 opposing team is is throwing the ball. So um, if you believe that the Lions. Um, you know, we'll be up in games and, you know, kind of believe this hype, then, yeah, then, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson should have uh, plenty of sack opportunities. But, like, again, like, Max Crosby on the Raiders, I don't see yeah. them winning a whole lot of games. And so it could be no. other team, you know, just kind of run the ball, you know, to 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 uh, run the clock out. Uh, obviously, Hassan Redick, uh, he's great as well. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. I, I At 25 to 1, I, I like uh, Hutchinson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Hassan Reddick's great. I mean, he he was a sack leader last year, I think. Um, so yeah, and look, Philly's defense is is improved. They added Jalen Carter, um, the 
stud defensive lineman. So they're going to be good, but he's he's getting up there. I think he's going to be 29 this year. Hassan Reddick will be. So take the young gun, see what he can do. And again, you're getting you know more than 40% more for your money with, with Hutchinson versus Hassan. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, time to uh, to switch it up a little bit. Let's talk divisions. Um, you know, we definitely looking for for teams with a, with a plus sign in front of them. You know, you're not going to hear us talk about you know bet the 49ers to win the NFC West or something like that. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, I like the the Saints, but you know they're about around even odds, uh, maybe like plus one fifteen. But the team that I like the most at the odds are the Tennessee Titans, uh, plus three fifty at DraftKings. Um, this is kind of also just like a fade against the Jaguars. I think, uh, there's a, I mean, the Jaguars are like minus 175 to the division, which I think is ridiculous. Um, you know, if I could bet that, you know, find the no on them at, at plus money, uh, I would do that. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, obviously they were, the Jags were improved off of Urban Meyer, but like anyone would have better, done a better job than, than Urban Meyer. So like, you know, let's kind of calm down on, on the Jags a little bit. Um, the Titans added DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. Obviously, he's not going to like completely fill the AJ Brown role, but like that was a receiver that they were definitely missing last year. Uh, the Titans have the fourth best rest advantage, meaning the they play four games with a rest advantage against their opponent, uh, and only one game with a one day rest disadvantage. So that's key um, when, when looking at these schedules. Uh, Define rest advantage for the listeners. So, you know, for example, if the Titans play on Sunday and their opponent is playing a Monday night and then they play, they play each other on Sunday, then the Titans had a one day rest advantage or, you know, a team playing, you know, if they played Thursday and, you know, so the yeah. four games where they, where they have more days of rest uh, than their opponent and only one instance where they have less rest and it's just a one day uh, difference. So um, that, that definitely kind of adds up uh, as you go along. Uh, last year, their defense ranked first in rushing yards allowed, giving up the fewest uh, rushing yards allowed, but was last in passing yards allowed. Uh, and that's because their secondary was absolutely decimated uh, with injuries. I mean, the whole team was really decimated with injuries. The Titan, Titans players missed a total of 339 games due to injury, uh, and that was the most in the league. So uh, bad injury luck last year. And so if they can stay healthy, um, you know, I think this is still a, a solid team. You know, Ryan Tannehill, obviously, is not going to wow anyone, but he's solid. Uh, I liked Traylon Burks, the wide receiver, uh, last year. Um, obviously, they the still have Derrick Henry. Uh, and like I said, the, the, the defense is great, um, and Mike Vrabel will, will have them ready to play. So uh, Titans plus 350 to win the AFC South. Completely agree with this as well. Um, I don't understand the hate on the Titans this year. Um like you just said, all those names on the offensive side of the ball, Burks, Henry. Uh, I even think Tannehill's not that bad. Like he's he's serviceable. Um, so yeah, I I honestly like that team. I'm not as uh, bearish on the Jags as you are. I do think the Jaguars are going to be good this year. I think Calvin Ridley has a really big year. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence takes another step forward. I love Doug Peterson. So I do I do like the Jags as well. So that'd be the counterpoint. But again given a price perspective like to me minus 155 and three to one is way too wide of a margin that should be like plus 140 and plus 210 right and it's it's 60 percent off of that so i i agree with this as well i think that's a nice divisional pick 
And obviously with, with our platform, you can flip that if they get down to even money in October, early November. Um, yeah, I, I agree with all that. Uh, all right, so who? what is your favorite uh, division bet? Uh, okay, I, I'm going to preface this by saying this. I am a Bears fan, <laughs> and this is a relative homer pick, but I do think the Bears at plus 450 to win the NFC North is excellent value. Like, the Lions should never be plus 145. Again, as I've mentioned, I've picked Aiden Hutchinson and Jameer Gibbs. Like, I like the Lions this year, but to have them be as low as plus 145. I think I've even seen them in plus 120 in books for them to win the NFC North. I just, I don't think those, that number should be that low. So, um, you know, Bears, of course, pick up DJ Moore. They get um, offensive linemen from the Titans. Still have offensive line issues. My my biggest Achilles heel with this team is the offensive line. That's that's my largest concern. So they're going to have to take a, a leap forward to to get that divisional crown. But, They've made some improvements. They picked up two linebackers, Tremaine, uh, Edmi- Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards. Tremaine Edmonds is a team captain. He's much better than Edwards from Philadelphia. He was the Bills linebacker for like six seasons. So they've they've made some offseason improvements. I think Fields continues to improve. It's a big bet on the offensive line. But again, to get plus 430 when the Lions are plus 145, I'll, I'll take the Bears. So... I, I, I do not like this pick. Um, agree with you that I think the Lions are too overhyped, but, um, you know, I just, I got to see it from Justin Fields. You know, uh, you know, he made a lot of headlines last year by like these crazy, you know, runs Run. or whatever, but like, I got to see that he can stay in the pocket and, uh, and, and, and throw some passes. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of high on the, on the Packers this year. Um, like that'd be my pick, uh, long shot pick, uh, to win the division. And, uh, in fact, actually it's like at, at DraftKings, they have the Packers as the longest shot at plus 400 versus the bears at plus 380. So, um, you know, it's a coin flip game week one, they play each other. Um, but regardless, yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, you know, and then obviously I, I think people are down the Vikings because they won so many close games last year. Um, and that people think they're going to regress to the mean, but, um, yeah, I, there's just nothing really that I've seen for the bears where I'm like, Oh, like the, like the almost had it, like, you know, like they're like on the, on the cusp. Um, I just don't see it quite yet with the bears. And so, uh, I would be taking, I'd be betting the, the Vikings or the Packers at those plus numbers, uh, before I'd be betting the bears. Um, <clears throat> All right. Um, so before we get to Staker Swap, where we will give our, our Super Bowl picks, uh, it's it's our, it's our new segment, uh, tr- trivia time. Uh, still working on a title, um, but uh, so yeah. So last week we talked about uh, the, about the Heisman. Um, you know, unfortunately Marvin Harrison Jr. just got hurt, and his odds uh, dropped tremendously. Um, and the uh, Deion Sanders kid uh, isn't like had crazy shift and we'll, 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 we'll get back into college uh, perhaps maybe next week and talk about, you know, Colorado's crazy uh, game against TCU week one, but uh, we'll, we'll stick with NFL. Uh, and so, you know, when I was looking at the odds at FanDuel right now, Jalen hurts is the favorite for most rushing touchdowns at plus plus seven fifty, um, which got me thinking, which quarterback has the most career rushing touchdowns? Which quarterback has the most career rushing touchdowns? The obvious answer would he, here would be Michael Vick. Um, 
Yeah, my 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 mind also goes to a Donovan McNabb, but I I would assume Vic has more rushing touchdowns than Donovan McNabb, so I'll go with with Mike Vick. Mike Vick is not correct. Uh, it is Cam Newton um, oh. with seventy five career rushing wow. touchdowns. The second uh, ranked quarterback is Steve Young with forty three. So. Cam Newton has over 30 more rushing touchdowns than, than the second place person uh, in Steve Young. So Cam Newton, most career rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. Built like a linebacker, plays the quarterback position. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for playing along. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll try to get him again ne- ne- next week. Uh, but now it's that time of the show for Steak or Swap. First up, we'll be talking uh, about the AFC North, uh, a division we did not talk to. It's it's a tough division loaded, I think, with four really good teams. Uh, but the team we're going to talk about right now are the Pittsburgh Steelers, currently 66-1 to to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Luke, we'll start with you first. Are you staking or swapping uh, the Steelers? Yeah. I'm going to stake the Pittsburgh Steelers um, 66 to one at, at MGM 45 to one at FanDuel. So a huge discrepancy there again, price shop, price shop, price shop. But I think this team takes a step forward. Obviously Mike Tomlin's an excellent coach. Um, George Pickens is a freak of nature. The, I've seen a quote by, I think it was some, some former um, like professional athlete or professional receiver was like, he changes the uh, receiver cornerback ratio from 50 50 to 90 10 90 percent pickens has the advantage versus the db having a 10 percent advantage like he is an absolute beast i think kenny pickett takes a step forward as well um i think Najee harris couldn't have a rebound year he obviously played poorly last year it's on the offensive line to help him get holes um i had a long discussion with a buddy of mine who's um we've had him on the show gabe who's um the trainer for jalen hurts elaine johnson he was talking about the yards before contact naji harris was far and away that uh had the worst yards before contact meaning he gets hit as soon as he caught the ball last year so he was just battling for yardage so they have made some improvement to the offensive line Pittsburgh has so if you can give him some more space I think he gets back to his rookie season where he where he just blew up um, Najee Harris did so a few improvements on the offensive line Najee Harris rebound year and then Pickens and Pickett uh, continue to improve in their second season together uh, yeah no I uh, I agree I I like it um you know, everyone's, everyone talks about the Lions and, you know, how they finished the year strong last year. And that's why they should be, you know, they're like one of the most bet teams in the Super Bowl. But no one really talks about the fact that the Steelers, after their week nine bye week, they went six and two. Uh, they, were, they were three and they were, uh, or sorry, no, they were, sorry, no, sorry, they went, they went seven and two. They were two seven and six. And two, yeah. yeah, they were they were two and six heading into the bye week and then finished the season nine and eight. Um, I think, yeah, Pickett uh, turned it around. You know, obviously, you know, they started the season last year with, uh, with Trubisky. Um, and yeah, I think, I think Pickett can build on that. Like you mentioned, uh, I, I also love George Pickens, um, and they have the eighth easiest schedule, uh, th- this year. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think they are due to build off of that, uh, good offensive line. Um, they return all five starters on the offensive line. Um, and so 
I think it's six six to one. I think you know there, there's definitely value, and I wouldn't be shocked if they were like in the mix to win that division, um, which is going to be you know a really tough one. But um, yeah, I mean, and like you said, Mike Tomlin, he doesn't have losing seasons. Like it's either like he it's either five hundred or better, and usually it's better. So um, yeah, I, you can never discount the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, I agree. I, I like the the Steelers at, at sixty six to one. Um, Next up, we will be talking about the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I kind of mentioned this earlier. They are also 66 to 1 uh, at MGM, you know, compared to 40 to 1 at FanDuel. So, again, like you said, price shop, you could find uh, really big differences in these numbers. Um, I like the Packers. You know, I, I could see just, get, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I think, brought a lot of drama and people were probably you know, pissed off about it and just the amount of, you know, attention and questions they had to answer about Aaron Rodgers. And so just kind of getting him out the door and not having to deal with that, I think could really help them. Um, you know, the fact that the team wanted Jordan Love to to play, like that they see him in practice. Like they know, you know, it's it's the opposite of, of what happened with Trey Lance in, in San Francisco, where it's like, you know, even though Trey Lance didn't get to play that much, they watched that guy in practice. And the kind of knew that okay he was he was not the guy uh for that team um and i think the opposite could be true for for jordan love where they've seen him in practice and 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 they like what they see um their offensive line is ranked um sorry let me uh i'll pull this up but they've got a top 10 offensive line uh do, do the packers um yeah, they're, they're ranked eighth, uh, according yeah. to uh, pro football focus. Um, David Batiari, who he had a appendectomy last year, which, which kind of t- uh, took him out, but he's he's a stud on the on the O line. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm not really high on any of those other teams in, in the division. Uh, and so, you know, I I wanted to get wild uh, earlier on my uh, season specials. They are uh, eighty to one. Uh, to have the the best record, which I realize, you know, that's that's a crazy thing. But they're they are eighty to one to have the best record at DraftKings and Caesars, and twenty seven to one at FanDuel. So that wow. that's a that's a crazy discrepancy. And so um, maybe someone you know betting at FanDuel knows knows something that that we don't. But that's another thing I would I would maybe sprinkle on eighty to one to have the best record. Um, so I'm I'm staking the Packers at six, sixty six to one. Yeah, I mean, I'd be a hypocrite if I gave the Bears out to win the NFC North and uh, Aiden Hutchinson and Jameer Gibbs to win, you know, a sack title and a offense uh, offensive rookie player of the year. So I can't back this too much. I agree, the offensive line is good. They got another guy, John Runyon, who's been great. Um, and yeah, love everything about this team besides Jordan Love. Love Matt Lafleur. I think really solid receiving core. I think Christian Watson takes a step forward this year. I like Romeo Dobbs, spelled D O U B S. It's a good team, and and the defense is the defense is average. You know, it's not it's not superior. It's not awful. And I like Matt Lafleur, but I just don't have enough trust in Jordan Love yet for that team to to take the giant leap forward. And that's that's needed from quarterback play. He's he's fast, but he's not that fast. He ain't Justin Fields fast or Lamar Jackson fast. So. Um, you know, he, he needs to rely on his arm more than his legs. Those guys can kind of use it as a crutch sometimes if they get in trouble. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm not there yet on the Packers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Packers play bears week one and I guarantee you whoever wins that game, there's going to be a complete overreaction probably <laughs> yeah, to, to the winner of that game and, and to the loser of that game. Um, so, you know, don't, 
don't overreact too much to, to that week one game against the Bears. But uh, but yeah, I even though I'm from Chicago and and, and I want to see the Bears succeed, uh, I just can't I can't get there yet. And uh, you know, my entire lifetime the the Packers have had have had stud quarterbacks, and so um, for, maybe for whatever reason, I just like assume that like yeah. the next guy is going to also turn into a Hall of Famer. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was going to mention that during the Bears, my Bears pick through the NFC North. The fact that we don't have to deal with number 12 up there for the first time in 16 years is crazy. Like that is half of my, that is almost half of my lifetime. I've had to deal with Aaron Rodgers playing against the Bears. So what an incredible career he's had. So we aren't, we are not sad that he's left for uh, quote unquote greener pastures in New Jersey slash New York. Yeah, but but how devastating would it be if that the third person of our lifetime, the third Packers quarterback of our lifetime, also ends up being uh, great, and it's just like the Packers just fall, you know, fall backwards into these into these great quarterbacks. But um, but yeah, so uh, that was uh, that was fun, Um, and so you know, definitely you know, take our picks, look around. Uh, There's a ton of there's a ton of stuff out there, Um, and you know, some of the stuff does come down when the season starts, but. most of these awards and 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 leaders will will stay up uh you know we'll talk about during the season you can still spot value um you know if a team doesn't get off to a great start but can turn around so um but definitely go out there looking um and you can find some great stuff great odds um and yeah um always go for two price shop um any uh, any last words before uh before the, the season kicks off can't wait i feel like if fantasy football participants are an indicator of how much hype this nfl season has i think it's at an all-time high i've been getting asked a lot of different fantasy football questions from a bunch of buddies i have male and female um so i think i think this would be the most watched bet on most participants playing fantasy football ever for an nfl season so i think it's it's going to be a good one yep so uh thank you so much for for tuning in um please make sure to subscribe uh if you have any questions or comments uh you can send us an email info at propswap.com or uh, send us a tweet at PropSwap. um but yeah subscribe uh leave us a rating and we will talk to you next week mm-hmm.